Good morning. This is Terry Tutt here to do uh, project step number two, uh, podcast recording. Uh, this is the platform that I have chosen. Uh, first question to answer is from chapter four this week. Uh, how to effectively deal and effectively dealing with different personalities. How might a leader deal with a subordinate who is perpetually rude, insensitive, and disrespectful to others? Uh, first, since there would probably be multiple people involved with a situation or situations, I would try to gather as much info as possible before having my initial meeting with the uh, person at question. Uh, after having gathered all this info, I would try to be self-aware that there still could be some blind spots out there that I'm not aware of. Uh, I would typically try not to pretend that I know everything. Um, that's just been kind of my general outlook in life is that there's always more things I can learn and certainly in situations where I may or may not have been involved um, just to know that I may not know everything all the information I would have gathered would have come from another person's perspective so they too may have blind spots um, we'll try to see what the perception was and trying to make sense of things that happened maybe there was a, um, maybe a person has different cognitive styles and in, in the way that they decipher information and make sense of what happens um, I would try to find out if there were things that were going on in the person's life that may have contributed to the individual's behavior uh, I would make sure uh, not to commit any errors in um, what may have attributed to the situation um, would not want to overlook or make light of any situation that that individual may be going through might be something going on at work, might be something going on at home, maybe something going on with their health. Uh, so I would never want to make any assumptions that I knew exactly what was going on. Um, I would try to make the person aware. Um, if, like I say, if they had a situation maybe at home or, you know, something like that, you know, maybe try to see if there's any employee assistance programs available that may help them through their issue or challenge because if that's what's contributing to how they're acting towards their fellow co-workers um, you would want to try to help them get a plan put together to help address the issue that would help them out depending on the outcome of those early discussions I would try to see if there are any areas where I could help the person mentor coach be an be ear just to listen there might be situations that I can't personally help or address but maybe being an ear. Uh, also trying to be consistent with my behaviors and my reactions, maybe that would help give them some stability in their life that no matter what is going on in their life, maybe I could be one of the constants in their life to help them. I, I really feel though in most situations we can always find some way of commonality. Uh, we don't necessarily have to love each other, but we do still need to work with each other. Uh, second question to address in this week's podcast is from Chapter 5. Which of the four elements of emotional intelligence do you consider most essential to be an effective leader? Uh, in reading through those four elements, I feel that self-management is probably the most essential element of emotional intelligence, in my opinion. Um, you need to be able to have emotional self-control of yourself for all of those other things uh, to fall into place. If you can't manage yourself, it'll be hard for you to manage others. If you can't manage yourself, it'd be hard for you to build those relationships. You can't force relationships to happen. And I and I don't want to be a leader who leads by force. Thou shalt do things. I want people to want to follow me if they had a choice. I want people to want 
to do things, uh, but also want them to take things and make it their own. Self-management allows you to build trust in your own abilities. You, you build that confidence in yourself and being able to do things. Um, and, but self-confidence also helps build into the self-aware. Um, you know, if you're managing yourself, you are learning your emotions and knowing what makes you tick as a person. And being able to better manage yourself and know more about yourself, I think you'll also be able to build relationships around you because you know, um, because you know and are building yourself up as a person and hopefully becoming more of a leader that people would want to be around, as I'd mentioned earlier. Uh, maybe you can move into that role as consultant for people. Like, you know, they want to know your opinion. They will seek you out to try to hear what your thought is on the matter. Uh, to listen um, to when, uh, to, for people to listen to you when you speak, or maybe people watch you and see how you act. Um, if you can build relationships, I, I think you can, uh, I think you'll also be able to allow you to become more socially aware. You know, as you're building relationships with others, uh, you can, um, you're beginning to know others. You're beginning to know their likes, their dislikes, their view of the world. And I think some of those other emotional intelligence aspects fall into place. And, and that is why I chose self-management as being what I feel important to me to be an effective leader. Uh, that's for this week's assignment. Um, uh, enjoyed uh, some of the readings and the things this week. And just uh, just really just, you know, seeing opportunities where I can grow as a person. And it, it's it's been a really fun doing those assessments on the uh, chapters and things too. And so it's just been really uh, interesting things I've been learning about myself in this week. Uh, hope you had a good week and hope you have a good week to come. Thank you.